Hello there. Hello and welcome back to the Decot Discast. Today is October 5th, 2022, and we're talking about a fine dining restaurant returning, how Hurricane Ian is affecting Disney's Animal Kingdom's guests, characters returning to a breakfast buffet at Disney World, a new menu at a Disney World resort, Disneyland Genie Plus enhancement, and more. Let's start our Disney news over at Disney World. Disney's Animal Kingdom flotillas are taking a detour due to Hurricane Ian. It's no longer circling Discovery Island due to multiple trees that fell into the Discovery River, blocking the path for the flotillas to make a full navigation. Instead, the flotillas are limited to just the immediate lake in the Discovery River Amphitheater. The character flotillas circle the amphitheater once before heading backstage. If you want to catch the flotillas, you'll have to head on over to the amphitheater. A new member joins Disney's Animal Kingdom roster of animals. On Monday, October 3rd, Dr. Mark Penning, Vice President Animals, Science, and Environment for Disney Parks, Experience, and Products, announced the birth of a rare African antelope at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge. The Attix, also known as the White Antelope, is an antelope native to the Sahara Desert. The mother's name is Lavender, but Disney has not announced the sex or name of the calf. At this time, mom and calf can be seen on the savannah at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge. Yesterday, Pirates of the Caribbean suffered some extended downtime. Guests visiting Magic Kingdom have received a message from Melissa Valiquette, Vice President Magic Kingdom Park, apologizing for extended downtime for Pirates of the Caribbean. The attraction failed to open yesterday morning. Here's the message. On behalf of the entire team at Magic Kingdom Park, I'd like to apologize that Pirates of the Caribbean is currently unavailable. Our cast members are working diligently to get the attraction up and running again, and we are sorry you are not able to experience this attraction at this time. I hope you will enjoy some of our other attractions during your experience in the park today. Let's talk about some Disney World resorts. Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort is a nice moderate resort that allows you to discover a world where life slows to a leisurely pace and worries melt away amidst Calypso rhythms. And Disney announced they are renovating their pirate-themed rooms. That's right. Select rooms in the Trinidad area of Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort are undergoing refurbishment which started Monday, October 3rd. These new rooms will include subtle nods to fan-favorite characters from under the sea and will accommodate more guests and will feature updated finishings that can't be found anywhere else at the resort. Sounds exciting! Who doesn't love chocolate? Right? Well, guess what? Guests visiting Disney's Grand Floridian Resort can now find a chocolate display inspired by the Haunted Mansion. There's a Haunted Mansion egg and a horseless hearse. The details found in these two are exquisite and downright almost impossible. If you're headed to a monorail resort during the spooky season, make sure you stop on over at the Grand Floridian to check these out. Are you hungry yet? Disney announced yesterday that new menus are coming to Territory Lounge and Roaring Fork at Disney's Wilderness. Lodge Resort. The new menu items at Territory Lounge start today and include the Territory Popcorn Sampler, Artisanal Cheese and Charcuterie, Loaded Baked Potato Flatbread, Salmon Run, and Bacon on the Wire. So the Bacon on the Wire is a bit similar, well very similar to the Edison in Disney Springs. So if you ever enjoyed that, it is absolutely delicious, I'm sure. And I'm wondering if the Bacon on the Wire here is going to be just as good. You can start enjoying these items today. Over at the Roaring Fork, beginning on October 11th, Breakfast will include new dishes like the meat and potatoes quiche with broccoli, potatoes, bacon, ham, and gouda, and the vegetable lover's quiche with peppers, onions, leeks, green peas, potatoes, broccoli, fresh herb, and cheddar. Baked goods include a warm, freshly baked cinnamon roll with fresh blueberries and blueberry cream cheese frosting, and the extra-large warm grizzly bear claw with mixed nuts and raisin filling. Man, I'm 
shouldn't be saying this when I'm hungry. Lunch and dinner see the addition of the Asian-style noodle salad with tofu, mixed vegetables, crispy rice noodles, and fried wontons, and the heirloom tomato salad with pickled wild mushrooms, burrata cheese, red pepper pesto, and basil. There is also a country-style baked meatloaf featuring buttery green peas, chunky mashed potatoes, and gravy, while the barbecued brisket and burnt ends has potato hash, fiery coleslaw, and cornbread. And my mouth is watering right now. But if you still have room for dessert, or maybe you want to start with dessert, I don't care, whatever your heart's desire, but you can try the almond walnut bunt cake with a coffee glaze and cream cheese icing, or maybe the house-made blueberry thyme crumb pie, which is a seasonal item. There is also the bear mousse cake with raspberry mousse, almond cake, and dark chocolate ganache, and the Humphrey beehive cake with chocolate cake, passion fruit mousse, sugar bees, and a white chocolate Humphrey on top. That's a lot. I'm a huge fan of this resort and might have to head on over to check these new menu items out. Minnie is back at Disney's Beach Club Resort for her beach bash. This buffet opened back up in February without characters. The menu is the same. However, the dining experience is different because you can see the characters. This experience is $45 for adults and $29 for children ages 3 to 9. The buffet is open from 7.30 a.m. until 11.30 a.m. Each guest receives an autographed card. The front of the card features the friends at the beach building Goofy into a sandcastle. Every 30 minutes, the characters and guests are led in a dance routine by an enthusiastic surf instructor. Today in Disney history, on October 5th, 1982, Epcot Center's World of Motion, a whimsical look at the development of transportation from the human foot to a bustling futuristic city was officially dedicated, although it has been up and running since the park's grand debut on October 1st. It was sponsored by General Motors, the fir- very first company to sign with Disney to sponsor an Epcot pavilion. Pretty cool. Visitors boarded moving Omnimover vehicles and were taken through scenes filled with audio animatronic figures and projection effects. Upon completion of the ride, guests entered the Trans Center featuring educational attractions, which included prototype cars such as the Lean Machine and the Dreamer's Workshop and the film called The Water Engine. This attraction closed in 1996 to be replaced with Test Track. World of Motion and Horizons were my favorite attractions growing up, and I truly miss these. Also today in Disney history, in 2014, Maelstrom closed at Epcot to make way for a new attraction themed to the 2013 animated hit feature Frozen, which opened in 2016. Another boo, because I miss learning about history in the Epcot pavilions. Let's fly on over to Disneyland. Disneyland is getting some new features that already have been around at Disney World. Starting yesterday, October 4th, guests who purchase Disney Genie Plus at the Disneyland Resort will now have access to PhotoPass lenses. And later this month, the Disneyland app will be getting the car locator feature. This complimentary feature presented by State Farm will use location services to find and save your parking information at the Mickey and Friends parking structure, Pixar Pals parking structure, Toy Story parking area, and Simba parking lot. It works best when you enable location services, Bluetooth technology, and notifications on your mobile device. In entertainment news, Disney Plus announced that Hocus Pocus 2 is the number one premiere on Disney Plus based off of the hours the movie was watched domestically during the first three days that it was available on the streaming service. While it was entertaining, it wasn't the best. This is my personal opinion. I believe a lot of these hours are contributed by nostalgic viewers like myself, but hey, if it works. Well, folks, that is it for today's Decot Discast. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in. We hope that you really enjoy this podcast and we look forward to seeing you, or rather, having you join us on Friday, 
October 7th. Thank you! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>